0: Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes.
1: It's time for an intervention, written by Bob Ramsey. I've been on both sides of an intervention. Once, back in 1990, when my two great and sadly late friends... Arthur Gelgut and Charles Freems staged an intervention that stopped my steep slide into addiction. Since then, I've taken part in half a dozen interventions, not as the person in free fall from alcohol or drugs, but the recovering addict helping the addict in trouble. This past weekend, I started to think there's someone out there who needs the sudden halt that only an intervention can create. That, of course, is Donald Trump. An alcoholic, or addict, is someone who ingests chemicals to repeated harmful effect. Mr. Trump seems to be ingesting America to repeated and accelerating harmful effect. It's time, it's long past time someone finally intervenes on America's 45th president before he ruins us all. At an intervention, you want to gather family members, friends, and people the addict admires, all in the same room. This is a gang up, and it's often a surprise. Gosh, mom, what are you and dad and sis and Mr. Jones doing here tonight? The problem is 90% of interventions led by family members fail. Why? Because for all their tough talk, they generally chicken out when dad says, If you don't stop, we'll cut you off." On the other hand, 90% of interventions led by a professional succeed, precisely because they have no emotional connection to the addict, and so are hard to manipulate. I learned this not from experience, but from Andrew Galloway, who's a professional interventionist and addiction specialist. He does this for a living, including on the CBC series, Intervention Canada. We talked. In Mr. Trump's case, his family, and especially his adult children, all seem to be taking the same drug he is. Let's call that drug power. So they're likely not going to tell him to stop, especially when they're ingesting massive amounts of the same drug themselves. What about his wife then? Can't really see that either. Okay, what about his good friends? Does he have any? People he admires? Well, he admires Vladimir Putin and Kim Jong-un and Rudy Giuliani and David Duke. David Duke? Anti-Semite Klansman, right. Hard to put together anyone Trump would listen to. So maybe present the complete opposite. As a narcissist, he believes anything good happens because of him. And anything bad, he has no responsibility for. Like most addicts and alcoholics, his view of the world is distorted. He believes truly that his actions have no negative impact on anyone else. Whatever plague or police action they die from, it's their fault. One thing we could do is take away what sets him off, the way a beer does an alcoholic. And what's that? His Twitter account. That seems to get him high no matter what time of day or night. Interesting. Last week, Twitter moved to limit his unbridled use of their platform. So there's hope? Not really. What happens to addicts and alcoholics who run from an intervention? Well, most of them have died within a couple of years. Last night, he threatened to order the military to enforce law and order. But on Saturday night, this man who worked so hard to avoid military service was hiding out in a bunker in the White House. As I said, addicts don't see the world as it is. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work and all the other things he does besides writing, go to ramseyinc.com That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C.com.